Welcome, welcome, folks, back to another episode of That Pop, the new pop culture podcast here at Big Gold Belt Media, your host, Najir. And if you have not checked out my previous episode, well, let me let you know what this podcast is all about. Um, It's going to be a series of episodes hitting the latest, the hottest, the newest, the baddest, whatever it may be in pop culture. And it won't just be me. I'm going to continue to work with other collaborators within the community, uh, folks I respect, folks I'm a fan of, whatever it may be, um, to really bring together uh, new episodes, very unique episodes. Uh, So, yes, we're going to do that today. And today's topic will be The Walking Dead. So, folks, if you've been a fan of mine, then you know I love me some Walking Dead, all things Walking Dead universe. And this was a very, very, very fun idea I had in terms of The Walking Dead. And as I said, I can't do it alone. And in terms of picking folks in The Walking Dead, one is a no-brainer, folks, because he's been on the show too many times. And two is a no-brainer for myself, but we have only collaborated once in terms of The Walking Dead. So I'm very excited to have both of them on the show together, starting off with my man, Mr. Julian Cannon of The Nocturnal. Julian, how's it going? Welcome What's back. up, everyone? I'm doing good. I'll tell you this right before we get to The Walking Dead. Texas is the worst state when it comes to COVID restrictions. <laughs> Well, welcome, fucking welcome worst. to society. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that because uh, WrestleMania weekend was pretty fun, except all of that with um, COVID over there. But that's a topic for another day. Uh, we're a, here to talk about The Walking Dead. That's not even a topic. That's a fact, sir. The unanimous <laughs> decision. Everybody understands that. Exactly. <laughs> and now, my guy. He is world a world travel DJ. He is one third of the three black geeks. My man, DJ Sue, a.k.a. Eris. What's up, my guy? What is good, my friend? What is going welcome, on? Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you two here to talk to Walking Dead. So uh, for today, yes, we, 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 we finally got the wrap on the Walking Dead series. So there's been a lot of different posts going on online from the cast. Uh, we just got to the final break leading into the final part of the last season but we're not going to really focus on that too too much we're going to we're going to kind of talk about very specific things and the first thing i want to talk about is it's been 12 years since the premiere of the walking dead yeah. so let's kind of give a, our reflections going back you know some of our favorite moments some of the most controversial moments all things walking dead within the last 12 years julian talk to yeah. me well, I will tell you this, and for everyone that doesn't know, I've been a fan of The Walking Dead since the comic book series way back in uh, mid-2004. That's when I first found out about it, and I've collected all the way up until the end. When I first found out in 2010 that they was going to make this into a series, I was excited. <clears throat> this was before when they announced that AMC would pick it up, but I was really, really excited just to see what the stories are going to be unfold and how are they going to adapt this into the screen. And then when they did uh, on August and uh, not August on on <clears throat> sorry about that October thirty first two thousand ten was the freaking premiere and. I've never looked back ever since. <laughs> so I'm I'm feeling still feeling a bit sad when they announced this um two years ago when the show was ending and now the reality is really sitting in. Um 
the show is ending soon. We're already in the second half of season 11. And by the time we're in July or August, the third half is going to begin. And that's going to be the countdown to the final episode. But yeah. even though that show is ending, we still got spinoffs that's coming um, along the way. Um, yeah. They recently tied, announced Negan and um, Maggie. They're getting the spinoff. Why? Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Listen, we have a whole segment to talk about the spinoffs because to that statement right there. So, yes, we be 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 uh, this 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 a little patience on that one. But we definitely got a segment about the spinoff shows. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to get into it because I got a lot to say about it. <laughs> I'm Overall, as as the entire show's ending, still really a sad feeling. I mean, it's lining up to when the comics ended. That's where I see the stories so far. Yeah, man. Yeah, Eris, what you got for me? All right. Well, uh, Julian, I, I just to pack. Oh, just to piggyback off of something you had said about uh, Texas and COVID. You know, this relates to The Walking Dead, and I only have one thing to say to you, sir. The end is the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, we well, you put it that way. The end just started when we landed there on Friday. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, there you go. But no, for me, um, I started off with Walking Dead in the comics around 2004. And really? The same time as me. Yeah, I had dropped off a little bit, but I came back into in 08 and I started reading this some more. And then I heard that the show was coming. I said, oh, so Halloween rolls around uh, like like what is it? 2010. And bam, I'm watching the first episode and I'm hooked. And one of the things that had me hooked was I found out who the showrunner was. And let me just tell you, if you love Shawshank Redemption, you'll understand Mm -hmm. why. You understand yeah. why you should watch uh, the the whole first season of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and you came back in in two thousand eight. That was around the same time when um the governor assaulted the prison. Yeah, that's that was it. Oh boy, talk about a return. <laughs> <laughs> and and then of course, as I start, you know, as I continue to read, I came across. Uh, the most, you know, the most famous issue of all time of Walking Dead, issue 100, something to fear. Oof. And let me tell you something. I always wanted to see, ever since I read that issue, I always wanted to see what, like, how this would look on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, you know, let's talk about uh, issue 100 real quick, because... I bought it the first day back in 2012. And before that, they was hyping up for months of this Negan character way before anybody even saw what he looked like. Did mm-hmm. I knew he was going to appear on this issue when I first got it? No, I did not. So I was not prepared. So when I went to Midtown Comics to go get it, a freaking line of about 100 to 200 people. Man, I'm <laughs> serious. Two, up to 200 people. And as the line got shorter, you saw people coming out from Midtown Comics either crying or upset or bad. Mm. And I did not know why. And then when I read it, I was like, holy shit, they actually did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and guys are me, historians. I should I I should have known we were gonna get into specific dates and times. But hey, I love it. Keep, keep, let's keep going. I mean, to be yeah. honest, that was something that was something that saved Walking Dead. Cause the comic That's, book was in decline for a little while. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it wasn't until issue 100 that they did what they did. And boom, the show, like the the whole series is more popular than ever. In fact, issue 100 was where they were going to end it if, you know, if it continued to go down that decline. It's interesting that you bring that up, too, because the Walking Dead comments, um, and and matter of fact, I mean, just uh, that and Invincible, I guess we could both kind of tip the hat to. was both responsible for really keeping the comic book industry alive during the pandemic as well. When those Negan editions came out and everybody was like, Oh, and then, they, and then um, they, they started doing, um, which I never picked up any of them. Uh, what, what were they like? The new uh, colored ones, the, 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 yes. um, Oh yeah. yeah. The colorized. Yeah. They started to the colorize ones. Yeah. Re-release the um, comics in color. Yeah. And yeah. Their most recent was issue 36. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, they were a bit callous into, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> uh, keeping the comic book world and keeping comic book stores open. Um, so, you know, that just shows you the popularity of it. I'm going to take a little bit of a different spin from you all instead of going all the way back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. I will say that, um, and probably me, loving The Walking Dead in the beginning, because a lot of my story is much like you, you, you all's as well. Um, I was not fortunate enough to have HBO at the time. And the reason I bring up HBO is because that time slot of when The Walking Dead came on was super competitive. Yeah, so many different shows you can watch. And unfortunately, but fortunately for me, not having HBO meant that I missed out on a very other popular show that a lot of Walking Dead folks couldn't find time to watch the two of them. So it's either you're going to watch a little bit of Game of Thrones or you're going to watch The Walking Dead. But at, but there's at no means where you're going to watch both of them. And I was Team Walking Dead. And even when it weathered the storm of season of seven that broke everybody's heart uh, with, with <sighs> Negan, uh, really, 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 really uh, giving people some early exits to what is still a fantastic series. You know, I stuck with it. Um, I thought, each and every season, they just continue to elevate. They continue to uh, do different things from the comments. So at the same time, you was able to appreciate the Telltale games. You was able to yeah. appreciate the comments. You yeah. was able to appreciate the show. And I just love that like, no matter where you was getting your Walking Dead fix, it was all working on all cylinders. So like, no, I wasn't watching Game of Thrones. No, I wasn't watching anything else that was going on at that time. Um, it was just Walking Dead for me. And... And then it just, you know, when when the Negan came out being one of the best villains of all of television, yes, I wasn't timid by it like some folks. It was so fickle, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this was just, just the most ridiculous reactions, period. And this is really what else is interesting. Like, this is also amongst the time where I would say that Twitter started to really boom. So, like, yeah. the fact that, like, you know, and it's funny because we just came up on, uh, what's it, the 10 years since Scandal? Scandal was, like, one of the biggest catalysts of, like, watching while tweeting. But if I had to say the second next show to do that, it was literally The Walking Dead. You had to tweet while you was watching the show, and it was just crazy that so many different reactions, so many different emotions, and then now they started to really appreciate their audience on, on social media and so on. So, like, that just kept feeding it even more. Uh, it just was just doing everything for me, and I just think that, you know, even with that critical reception that folks were getting from it, <laughs> let's be honest now, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a national treasure, and anybody that jumped off the ship because of him doing his job and becoming one of the best villains yet heels in all of television, you know, good for you. We don't miss you. <laughs> you know, I also like to add, um, I started writing for the sh- writing reviews for the show back in season two. And mm-hmm. 
of all the years I've covered the show, only two times I've never gotten a screener, which was Negan's debut episode <laughs> and Negan's killing of Glenn episode. Those are only two times I did not receive a screener. And then <laughs> I was so I was pretty much anxious. So I had to watch live at that point. And yeah. the live reactions to that was fucking phenomenal. Yes, <laughs> man. But yes, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's up awesome freaking actor and yeah there was a lot of great villains on the show too uh alpha was great the governor was awesome and most recently which was an interesting spin for the comics lance is awesome too yeah oh yeah good point hornsby <laughs> hornsby <laughs> yeah. you know that guy i'm that just, guy yeah yeah that guy i mean it just kind of <laughs> Mm. Nigeria, now listen, you and I, we talked about this. We talked about this early before we started this episode. How how both of us felt about Hornsby being this this series final villain. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the fans. Besides the fans. He's not the final villain yet. Um we're gonna see Sebastian soon. <laughs> True. Forgot Hold Sebastian. Hold up. I, gotta, this. I, I gotta stop you on that one. See. That's if they decide to go comic book route, because I did hear some six, seven years ago, uh, according to Robert Kirkman, the the comic book was sorry. The comic book ending was not going to be the show's ending. Yeah, you didn't say that. So, well, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll, because, we'll <laughs> but hold on. But then I got to flip it back and ask you this again. If they were to do that, who would be the one to catch that bullet? Sorry, series of bullets from one Sebastian. Mm. You see, if they have not announced these spinoffs, all right, see, quick, let's. I would let's have get, said either Negan or Daryl. Let's get into that right now because I was definitely about to bring that up because I I, I had a feeling you was going to kind of segue into that. Yeah. So the spinoff shows have been announced. Um, there's also been some movies announced, but I don't think none of us has the blood pressure to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah, Four fucking years, man. We're still waiting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like this, this movie is like the uh, is like the Dr. Dre detox album. <laughs> we don't know yeah. when this is ever coming. Yeah, dude. It's just man. But in terms of the spinoffs, let's just you know make sure we give love to all of them because Fear the Walking Dead is one. Um, we do have oh well, World Beyond was another, but we yeah. got the Daryl and Carol show, uh, and then we got the Maggie and Negan show. And we had the web series, the little, you know, the little oh, yeah, uh, the web episodes. I remember that. Yeah, we had those as well. You want to count that? Um, uh, and, and what else do we have? I, I think that's it. The web, what was the web series called? Was torn apart? It, yeah, there was I torn apart. It, it was, was torn apart. It was torn apart, and and then the plane one. Yeah, there was the one with the plane, and then there was the one with the hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the so, one with the red machete. <laughs> Yeah, red, oh, yeah. The red mach- dude. Okay, let me tell you something. The red machete was probably my favorite webisode that they've ever done, and yeah. sadly, that was the last one that they've ever done. I was like, "What happened to the webisodes?" Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But- I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you what happened to them. They blew the budget on the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, you're right about that. But listen, listen. They listen. That tiger was only around for one season. Yeah, but I, like I told you, dog, I said that 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 CGI budget with the Tiger Man, it's it's an issue. They they was like, listen, either 
we kill the tiger or we kill Ezekiel. We got to clear the budget one way or another. I get it. I understand. I understand the Walking Dead uh, budget meetings where they were looking at it like, ooh, okay, who turned on the heat during winter because our bill is ridiculous. <laughs> they were probably like, yo, Ezekiel, who would even mention that? Like, clearly we're not about to have a discussion about this tiger, right? Right? So like, oh, get rid boy. of the damn tiger. But, um, but, but, get, but to be honest, to be honest, that year, given I, mean, I would say if Scott Gimple had enough time to think about it, he probably would have killed Ezekiel. Who knows? It would have been wild. No. I mean, <laughs> Gimple gets a lot but, of shit. He's actually a cool dude. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. Um, Out of the Dead is the is the um is the um Maggie and um Negan, and, uh, Negan show. Um, and this the other ones. You know, like we talked about the the Rick Grimes film that is literally who knows. It's supposed to be released by Universal Pictures. I have a huge question mark about that, but we're not gonna talk about that. Like I said, um, Talking Dead is also something we should just give a nod to as well as in terms of Walking Dead, uh, sort of um content. But the question here for you all is because. I'm conflicted about how they wanted to announce these things. You know, when they announced World Beyond, we were at New York Comic Con. That was a, a the, the big reveal of it. There had yeah. been discussions that it was happening, but actually seeing it come to life and how it kind of ran in sort of a, a, not a parallel, but, you know, sort of a, a stagnant behind sort of parallel timeline of everything. Um, and it worked. And Fear works, obviously, and it's some of the best television that Times Fear is absolutely better than the main series but cool so you got success going on here but then now you're starting to want to do more things here and this is when we start getting the tales of the walking dead the daryl and the carol and the, and the isle of the dead so folks the question really here is instant reactions to the last two spinoffs and how did you feel when you heard the news so i'm gonna start with you julian okay so most recently was the Negan and Maggie spinoff. And mm-hmm. two years before that, they announced Daryl and Carol, <clears throat> Daryl and Carol the same day when they had announced that the show was ending. So I have no problem with the Daryl and Carol spinoff. That's something that was kind of in the making for years, but this Negan and Maggie spinoff is a bit out of character for both of them, especially mm-hmm. now that Negan's apparently married and have a kid on the way. Hopefully mm-hmm. Glenn kills the kid in, in about 10 years. And then <laughs> <laughs> so, so they announced this spinoff and they also um, said that film is going to start soon. So why did they announce Daryl and Carol two years ago? And we have no filming dates for that, but we got filming dates for this one, which makes no freaking sense at all. And apparently this is one that's supposed to take place in New York City. And where's the Daryl and Carol spinoff is going to happen? Where is the promo image? Where is the key art? Where is the title? It's like, oh boy. I I believe they're happening, but at the same time, I think that they're probably hiding a big death. Mm. And, mm. And, and so, and so I'm also, I'm on the other end of that because when you say they're, 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 they're hiding a big death. Well, we can for sure say that at least four of these folks that we know are alive because they announced that they're having spinoffs. And I feel like for the sakes, for the stakes of why we watch the show, we want to see our beloved fan favorites stay alive. I mean, people are very serious about this. If Daryl dies, we ride, you know, and, and I just feel like if you're going to announce that they have spinoffs, then that's almost like a safe 
they're good, you know, and I, and I don't like that. But then also, I don't like it also because of for everything you just said. It's like you're like almost like DC out here saying, yo, we're going to do the Cyborg movie, the Flash movie, uh, yeah. Wonder Woman movie. We're going to do like all these other movies or even Sony. We got we're going to do Man of Wed. We're going to do Craven, Sinister Six. And you're just like, what? Like, wait a minute. Slow <laughs> down. Slow down. Like, the, I don't think no fans get so hyped of hearing the announcement that they're just like, yes, everything is so great now without having more questions than answers here. And I think that they should have literally just learned from this, from the, from the, um, from announcing the movie to now you're announcing spinoffs before the main series has even been done. And I don't think like that's going to draw more fans in. I don't think it's going to bring fans back. I think you just ride the main series out. And then once that is out, you drop that trailer at the very end of it. Power did it right. And anybody who watches Power knows a little bit of a different genre. But like when when Power was done, right after Power went done, a trailer came on and it said Power Universe and they announced four other shows. And you was just like, oh, my God, that's all they needed to do here. I have I, I don't especially in the middle of the season. I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. You know, I don't get it either. And I know some will say that, oh, they they did this to avoid filming spoilers. Yeah, you got cops all around this, um, all around the set all the time. Why would they even think about doing that? And <clears throat> going back to what you said, uh, Chambers, the Zegan and uh, Maggie spinoff, I think that's going to drive a lot more fans away because <clears throat> to the casual viewer, this man killed her husband. Why would yeah. they pair up for a spinoff? Yeah. That's the questions I kept seeing <laughs> online when this shit got announced. And that's the questions even more we will see once this um, spinoff actually airs. And yeah. it just it's just very out of character for both of these two. Yeah. And <clears throat> I remember in the comics, they've announced a few issues. <clears throat> 193 was the last issue. And they've announced 194, 195 without knowing that 193 was going to be the last issue. They announced those two as um, decoy issues to hide the fact that the series was ending. Yeah. You did not find out until the last freaking page that it was the last issue. So mm. that's why I that's why I had a little theory that they might hide a death for the series finale mm. just just so they could announce the um, spinoffs to hide that death. That is very true. You can only listen. You can only hide the real truth under a dumpster for so long. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Another analogy. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, you can only cheat that. You can only cheat that shit for so long until hey, it's time for you to face that barbed wire bat. But, <laughs> but no, but seriously, I, like, but seriously though, Nigel, just to go, like, just to go off of what you were talking about with these releases and and the timing of these announcements, bro. I, I officially threw my arms up when they said not one. Not two, but three Rick movies. <laughs> Does anybody here remember that? <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. It was supposed were. to be three Rick movies. And I said, okay, whatever. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you announced three movies. We ain't seen no promo art. We ain't seen no trailers. We seen nothing. I mean, yeah. did you guys not just have Andrew Lincoln announced that he was leaving the show and we saw and we just heard all of Hall H just get silent like somebody died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so I was there for that. Yeah. Also, um 
I, I, I again like this this whole idea of okay. Daryl and Carol having a show, fine, cool. I mean, let's be real. They had played around with that idea of the two of them doing something together, yeah. you know, for several, not several, but at least about a good three seasons. They kept dancing around that idea of, hey, what do you say we hit the coast? Or what do you say we go out west? Or what do you say we do this? Or what do you say we go down south? And, and I'm like, okay, okay, you guys keep hinting about wanting to take this road trip together. So I'm thinking there's going to be a spinoff or a season or a special episode, you know, like a good hour and a half Morgan stuff style special that you know that they could dedicate to you to no what did we get instead we got five or six covid episodes of walking dead mm-hmm. <laughs> where we saw probably the most like, probably the least amount of actors on one show mm-hmm. and they pulled it off let me also, I'm just about to say it definitely pulled it off i mean i was gonna um also add to that I know a lot of people are going to say, hey, it was COVID restrictions. They had to do the best they had to do. Well, there's other shows that was filmed during the pandemic. Um, one of them being the Wu-Tang Clan show, another yep. being Power Book 2. Euphoria. Yes, and Euphoria. That was filmed during the pandemic. And guess what? Those did better than the shit that we saw on 10C, with the exception of, exception of Here's Negan. Yeah, here's Negan was great. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely throwaway episodes. I mean, I appreciate it for what they were doing. And also during the pandemic, I was like, hey, it's extra content. So so be it. Because like, yeah, (laughs) instead of just this this recycling of other and dead programming, like I was for it. But like, yeah, I definitely in in that note, 10C was definitely not uh, it it didn't it it should not have been subjected to criticism. It should have just been like entertainment, folks. Just let it be. You know what I mean. I did find it. I, I did find it funny though that you were like, uh, I think it was after after the end of the whispers. You was like, you was like, oh yeah, this season's done. And I said, no, it's not. They still yeah. got some episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a little. It was a little tricky, but I was I was like, bro, they still filming season ten. You thought it was over. I, I said, listen, the way that the, the way that that episode ended, yeah, I would totally agree that this should have been the end of the season. But right. no, they were still filming I mean, episodes, and it, and it was a last minute effort, or or it was a decision, should I say, in order to do it? Because I I can't remember exactly, but I remember like. Uh, was it 10 that they couldn't finish the last episode because of the pandemic? And then when they came back to finish the last episode in post-prod, then they decided to film other additional. Yeah, that's what it was. They couldn't right. film. Uh, they couldn't fin. No, they they finished filming. They finished it, filming it, but, but they, they couldn't finish editing it. Yeah, they couldn't yeah, finish yeah, editing yeah. and adding uh, the special effects and post-production. Yeah, and I'm not mad at that. So let me let's get to our next thing really quick. Graduation time, folks. Yep. Now with the Walking Dead coming to an end um, later on this year. Uh, we still have Fear. Fear actually is going to be returning for uh, episode nine of season seven on the 17th. Uh, actually, reviews may be coming out for that in, in a couple of days. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly the date because you don't know exactly the day we're recording this. But uh, Fear reviews should be coming out very soon, folks. And Fear has been good. And I think unanimously, everybody who watches fears knows that folks who left walking dead who got this undertone narrative of why they still making that are idiots but also (laughs) if they just took one moment to just watch fear it would easily clear up whatever bit of reservation they have about the walking dead period because it does something different it still exists in the same universe but it still feels like a different show that i feel like caters to all types of different fans but here nor there the biggest question here for you all is who do you think will graduate to the Fear, The Walking Dead series. 
You know, that's a kind of tough question because the timeline between the walking deck currently versus fear currently is a bit off. So I would say no one. Mm, I, okay. I disagree. I, I kind of disagree. No, Someone in that's current timeline is a few years ahead of fear. Yeah, but I mean, you, we know how time jumps are. Yeah. <laughs> That's very yeah. true. Plus, plus, keep in mind, Fear has not announced. Oh, we're ending the same time as the regular show. Yeah, and they're not. They're not because that would have been. They're going to keep. W- they're going to keep it going. So, you know, who knows with what's? I mean, come on, Fear did something the regular show didn't do. We had a nuke go off. <laughs> that, so, that was great. However, yeah. I think <laughs> I've, as much as I'm loving season seven, there's a lot of inconsistencies with the radiation in the entire zone. <laughs> listen, hey, listen, I will I, deal with. Listen, I'll deal with the inconsistencies versus the wait, versus the mute color scheme of season four. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me of video games from 2008. Why they all had that brown color? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like man. sepia was the go-to color scheme, and that's how it is. Anytime they got to deal with a show that's filmed in either Mexico or Texas. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, but, Madison coming back too is also should just be announced. But whatever. But uh, yeah, who do you who do you think graduate? Who, who do I think could graduate? You know, honestly, it's a roll of the dice of of who could really go. Now we're not gonna count. I'm not gonna count any mainline character and say that they're gonna go. It's definitely gonna be like a recurring character. And one person I could see leaving because she, you know, because her ending was so different in the comics, and she literally has nobody to like really have that type of connection with anymore is Lydia. Ah. Ooh, okay. That'd be quite interesting. I could okay. see her leaving unless they really try to make that Lydia and Elijah thing happen because God knows that man needs something. Ever since he took his mask off, his powers went like negative yep. five. <laughs> it, went, it went from 100 to zero real quick. And, and he yeah. has not put that mask back on. I'm like, bro, l- listen, I get it. I-, I get it. We need to see your face and all, but come on. The-, the the thing that made you awesome was that you didn't talk and we didn't see your face. We knew you were a brother because you were hiding that bush behind yeah. the mask. <laughs> it reminds me of Kane when he first took off the mask in 03. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give two answers here. Um, and when I when we say leave, I mean you know the, the, in the perfect world, the timeline sink or you know eventually fear catches up. Um, I would like two different situ- scenarios. I would really love Connie and Kelly because mm-hmm. I think there's so much more in the tank for these characters. It looks like this whole them working press at the Commonwealth is you know and and obviously with them you know exposing the truth with Pamela Milton. It's yep. going to be a thing, but like I see that art quickly just being that and just whatever. You know what I mean? I don't see much of it, and I think there's no way you you, you want them to to especially with Lauren as Connie. You, you don't want her to like if you have her in the show in the universe. You don't want to kind of let somebody as such a hot commodity as her just be released with nothing to do. I think you you make the pitch and say, hey, we got more story to tell with you two. You all you going to report stories all over the world, whatever it may be. I just think that they're phenomenal act- actors and I think they're they're great characters and I would love to see them in more of a dim- different scenario. And I also think that let's just be honest now, Col- Coleman Domingo and-, and Lauren together, I think we might get some really, really good acting <laughs> that could take this show to the next level. And then yeah. my other fan favorite uh, uh, choice, which I don't think is going to happen, 
I mean, it's kind of sad to even kind of say this because I, I, this is where I'm really scared when you talk about what's going to happen these last six episodes. I really want Mercer and Princess. Oh. I, want, I want, I want them to be in love and to go out on the road and then you know and to eventually run into some folks that we know, running to Morgan, running. I even take you running into Victor. I fuck it, I don't care, but. Yes, I think that's what I kind of want, man. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I, I think totally. I'd, I think I, I'd rather be the head of security at the Commonwealth than to go back on the road again. I mean, but see, I, you know, the, the the whole thing about being on the road, especially with Pamela and with um and with uh um uh, Lauren uh Maggie uh Maggie. with with them, we we sort of understand that like they're same from different worlds. It's like a a, a, a status of privilege and the status of like being middle class or lower class, whatever you want to consider it. And I think Work. like there's appreciation for both sides here. And I think Princess is definitely a sharpened knife on the road. And I think that Mercer just is about it, about it for whatever he got. I mean, hell, he's about to lose his whole troop. So at some point, he's going to kind of feel disabandoned and maybe he'll just do it for the price of love. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it no more. I'm getting, I'm getting scared. There, listen, man, if there's anything I want to take away from, from Mercer is this. Son, I need that poster of I want you to join the Commonwealth. Listen, for sure. I need that frame. <laughs> for sure. Um, we're getting to our last thing of the night. Let's talk about Daryl. I, I know we, we talked about the spinoff and whatnot, but just a little bit of a different twist here. Daryl's a fan favorite. If Daryl dies, we ride. Where the hell is dog? But we're not going to talk about that. Um, I was going to ask that question, but yeah, I, continue. I feel like with everything that's happening with Daryl, we, we understand that Daryl is definitely one of the best trackers of the entire series uh, or probably all the shows, period. Um, he is built to be on the road. He has survival tactic and instinct unlike any other. But the other one thing that we do know about Daryl is that he's lost a lot. And in terms of understanding his grieving, it's nothing that's ever really been discussed on the show. And that's not what the question is here. The question is, how does he cope with these things? And I think we see a, a, a reflection of that coping in terms of his relationships with the different partners that he's had throughout the entire series. So we're going to talk Daryl's love interests and sort of who we feel was either his best, his worst, or the one that should have worked or the one that should not have ever been a thing. And I know Julian is going to be happy about this topic because like, man, anytime he ever speaks about Daryl and Carol online, they come for his ass. So, uh, <laughs> so simply put Daryl's love interest. What are some of your thoughts about some of his best, some of his worst, whatever it may be. You, it's a, it's open table, free game here. Julian, what's your thoughts? My thoughts is this conversation is over. <laughs> <laughs> I got absolutely nothing to say about it other than it's, it's Daryl and Carol. That's all I can say. That's all I will say. <laughs> all right. Oh okay, Julian. Oh Listen, Julian, I got you. Oh I got God. you. Because I had, I, like, I mentioned this earlier to, to Niger as well. So I'm going to be a little bit more constructive. It's a little outside the box, but it is something that, something that you could think about. Daryl has been in a we tried this and it didn't work angle since the beginning of this show. And he we know that, number one, he has an affinity for, you know, for kids. He, he you know, he remember he named Judith before Judith even had a name. Yeah. He loves that kid. He went searching the, the freaking earth for Sophia during season two. 
damn near got killed doing it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But we had to, we needed to graduate him to an actual partner, you know, someone, <laughs> someone who, you know, someone we can have. I mean, yes, he he was on that trick. Daddy loved the kids thing. That That's that's cool. But we need <laughs> this man needed someone to come home to. Right. Yeah. They mm, God, they teased it. They teased the hell out of it in season four. They tried to do this Daryl and Beth thing. Yeah. And that's where it started. This whole thing started with Daryl and Beth. Yes, in the very beginning, he had I mean he cared for uh for Carol because of everything that she went uh, that she went through. She he pretty much was the shoulder to cry on without actually without having to say anything. But Daryl and Carol's relationship, in my personal opinion, is is this it's in the same vein of of Snake and the boss from Metal Gear Solid 3. Where ah. Their connection. I'm also a huge Metal Gear fan. <laughs> Was that? I'm also a huge Metal Gear fan. Yeah, me too. So that's where their their connection is. It's on that level. It's like no, it, it goes beyond man and woman. These two have such you know have such a love for each other and a res- and a deep respect for one another. I mean, hell, their their freaking differences finally came to an end with this episode. This mm. like with this episode that just passed, they finally managed to put things behind. But but that's not it. That's that's not where that's not it for Daryl. Then they tried this thing with Leah. And again, shout outs to the COVID episodes. We finally got to see for a moment. This man actually had legit happiness. He almost didn't come home. I mean, he he really almost didn't go back to Alexandria. But then she was gone. The man took the dog and said, hey, I'm back in Alexandria. So, yeah. (laughs) Which, uh, like, the man really does. I, I mean, I feel like he does need someone to come home to. I mean, come on, <laughs> Dwight has Dwight has Sherry. Yeah, but he doesn't. He found her. Yeah, the fact that they managed to find each other. I'm not going to speak about what happens to them in the comics because, who that was messed up. Um, but no, for Daryl, he needs somebody. Can, can we give him somebody? Come on, Morgan got somebody. The man finally got. I mean, he finally got some happiness. Can, can we give Daryl some happiness? Yeah, my man been through so much, and I I, I definitely feel the same. And I I think like yeah, this whole execution of Leah was so it it wasn't even a thought, you know. It and wasn't. as much as he loved her, you know they 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 were taking care of a doll together. They had a house on the lake. I mean, they were living the life. I mean, when you pull Carol up to your old girl house and you was like yeah, you know that was kind of where we was doing our thing. I mean, I mean, come on, that that's kind of that kind of savage there. You know, Carol care for you, bro. You taking her to where you were. You <laughs> you were basically falling in love with another chick, but I mean, like this is my whole thing about him just suppressing his feelings. Because, like, yes, you definitely take out Leah in terms of uh of of in terms of the protection of Maggie, because Maggie, by way of Negan, knows that if you're gonna let Leah go, then you know what's gonna happen. Maggie knew it. Maggie almost paid for it. Daryl knew the entire scenario the entire time, and it could have been a lot worse if he hadn't stepped in. But man, he had to put a bullet through his through a girl that he loved head for the protection of his friend. It's my man don't got it easy at all. At Niger, all, Niger, listen to me, sir. He didn't just he didn't just he didn't just put a bullet through her head. My man came in with full Nino Brown. Cancel that bitch. I'll buy me another one. Energy. <laughs> one shot. Oh my God, one real. shot. And it was done for real. Dude, for real, think about it. This is the same guy who took out um, homeboy who uh, who was it? 
the one who referred to Rick as Officer Friendly in season eight. One shot with the arrow. You good? <laughs> That's what it was, Morales. Yeah. Thank you, Morales. My man killed yeah. Morales just like that. And the only thing he said to Rick was, You good? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. I mean, come on. Same thing, same thing when he took out beta. Oh my god, do you know who that was? Yeah, some asshole. <laughs> I know we're about to leave. But I still got problems with how that was handled. Um, that reminds me of Hulk Hogan um, coming in to save Brett at WrestleMania Nine. Such <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Julian, let me hold on, Julian. Let me ask you then: Would you have had it been uh, Aaron and Jesus that did it in the comics? I would have had Negan and um, Beta fight for a while, and I mean, I wish sure. that could have happened. While. Yeah, and sure. then I, I didn't care who would have took him out. I had to fight for a freaking while in that scene. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Hurst was fantastic. It's, was. I mean, so underrated, and that man, that was so underwhelming. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, but you're right, Julian. We are going to come up on our time here. Uh, we just wanted to kind of kick it a little bit, kind of talk a little bit of Walking Dead. Um, there will be obviously more Walking Dead content coming from all channels across. Um, but you know, in this terms of this podcast, we just kind of wanted to shoot the gun, talk a little shit a little bit, and then you know, and, t- and reflect on our show. One of our favorite shows from uh, over the last 12 years and beyond, because there's going to be more Walking Dead to come. Will that Rick movie come? We may never know. So don't ask. <laughs> and, and, and folks, be nice to Julian Olad. Jesus, I looked at his Twitter for one second today, and all I saw was just a complete inferno of a fire. Like, it's just it's just crazy, you know. Oh, you're talking about the thread where I asked, um, put your cancelable opinions? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I, I, I intended on, do, on doing that. I, I don't think it was malicious from, I don't think anyone was being malicious towards me. It was just everyone just putting their responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nah, not towards you. Just, you know, it, it, people try you sometimes, but you, you shut it down. But, you you know, at the end of the day, just be just be nice, folks, all the Walking Dead family folks. Yeah, because they they'll be afraid to spend a night in jail. <laughs> all right folks well thank you for tuning in for another episode of that pop the new pop culture podcast on big go belt media um eris dj sue eris aka dj sue of the three black east julian cannon of the nocturnal gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in uh or or joining me today i can't get none of my words right thank you so much for joining me today in this episode and everybody that's listening thank you so much for tuning in be assured to give these lovely gentlemen a follow on the social medias you can find that in the description below and stay tuned for more content from all three of us yes. very soon yes good sir. night everyone thank you all